This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you could have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. Ah! Wake up! The husband desperately trying to wake up his sleeping wife from eight miles away. Sarah, get out of the house! I was thinking the absolute worst. Then, walk of shame. A furious crowd outside his home over what he did to his neighbor. And the forgotten victims of the condo collapse. Pets left behind as this building was taken down. People are outraged. Plus, the fireworks tossed into a convertible at the red light. And the neighborhood that turned into a war zone. Then... ESPN apology over what she said about her TV colleague. The first thing they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story. Plus, Rockabye Baby. <laughs> the tree just cut their home in half. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Then, be our guests, the bride and groom teachers who invited their entire class to be in the wedding party. Happy Now, Inside Edition with Deborah Norville. Hello, everybody, and thank you for joining us. A couple is very happy. They installed a video intercom system in their home because it came in handy in a way they never imagined. The husband was able to wake his sleeping wife, Sarah, as a wildfire moved closer and closer toward their home. Sarah! Wake up! You can hear the utter panic in his voice. Get out! A man screams his wife's name via a ring camera intercom. He's at work eight miles away watching his home security cameras. Sarah, get out of the house! To Aaron Hulse's horror, he can see flames racing towards his Oregon home where his wife Sarah is in deep sleep. The camera is focused on the living room. Sarah is sleeping in the bedroom. He feels completely helpless. Sarah, wake up! I didn't know how loud it was. We've never used it before, so I had to make sure that she heard me. So that's why I was so loud and screaming. I was thinking the absolute worst. Finally, and just in the nick of time, a groggy Sarah awakens and comes to the camera. There's a fire coming up the hillside! She quickly realizes what's going on. But never in my wildest dreams would I ever think when I hear Sarah get out of the house, there's a huge fire coming up the hillside. Oh my God, there's a huge fire outside my house! Fortunately, the fire was extinguished before it damaged the home. The incident happened in April, but the video has just been released. When you watch the video, you hear the urgency in your voice and you see your wife finally come to what's going through your mind. Yeah, it's it's tough. I, my voice is shaking just thinking about it. I mean, that was a rough day. Really, really rough day. Mm -hmm. Sarah! Get out of the house! 
At least a half a dozen wildfires were burning in Oregon over the holiday weekend. This is one messy walk of shame as a man is led through an angry crowd outside his home. It happened after he was arrested for allegedly using racial slurs while arguing with his neighbor. It's being called the walk of shame. A 45-year-old man is sprayed with beer and taunted with obscenities, and many in the crowd are his own neighbors. For his own protection, he's escorted out of his home by cops. On social media, many are comparing it to the walk of shame on Game of Thrones. What are they so upset about? Three days previously, he repeatedly used the N-word during a confrontation with his black neighbor. He even issued this challenge, giving his home address. Man, that's where I live. Come see me. And they did. As word spread, hundreds of angry protesters gathered outside his house in Mount Laurel, New Jersey. One guy even smashed in a window with a brick. This is not the first time the guy in the video has reportedly clashed with his neighbors. I spoke to one former resident who says he made her life miserable. He would literally knock on my door, harass us all the time. Jasmine Sosinski posted this video of a previous confrontation she says she had with Edward Cagney Matthews. Calling my brother a I don't bother you. I don't Calling do Calling your brother a Yeah, you did do that. No, I said now I'm going to call the cops like the That's what I said. I didn't call no. your brother a what was your reaction when you saw the video with him yelling at the neighbor, calling him the N-word and other well, things? Well, when I seen the react, my first reaction was finally somebody is posting this guy and there's going to be attention brought to this. Right. Then I was like, you know what? Maybe I should post all my videos and stuff too. Matthews is apologizing for his most recent neighbor dispute, saying that is no excuse for what I said, but I lost my temper. Matthews has been charged with bias, intimidation, and harassment. The local head of the NAACP says those two charges are not enough. The search for human remains continues in the rubble of Champlain Towers near Miami. The rest of the building was demolished Sunday night for safety reasons. And that was yet another heartbreak for some residents whose pets were left behind in the rush to evacuate. It was an urgent plea, save these cats, Coco and Mia, and stop the Miami building demolition. Coco, a black and white tuxedo cat, was left behind after her 89-year-old owner was pulled to safety from her fourth floor apartment the night Champlain Towers collapsed. Mia had been lying at the feet of her owner on the 10th floor when her owner fled the collapsing building. 16-year-old Devin Gonzalez also survived along with his mother, but their dog Daisy is still unaccounted for. Also missing several pet parakeets and at least one guinea pig. People are outraged. In an emergency court hearing, attorney Paula Phillips argued that her client should have been allowed inside the still-standing portion of the Champlain Towers to look for any pets left behind in the mad rush to flee. There's really no reason why people shouldn't have been able to go up into targeted units for purposes of bringing the animals and nothing else but just the animals out of the building. But the judge denied the motion. The county can go in and conduct the demolition. 30 minutes later, the building was carefully demolished in a matter of seconds. The mayor of Miami-Dade said before the demolition, search crews did everything they could to find pets that were still alive. 
including searching in closets, under beds, and all the other places that they could to seek an animal that might have been in hiding. Today, wind and rain from Tropical Storm Elsa are making search conditions even more difficult and grim. Tropical Storm Elsa is expected to bring heavy rain to much of Florida through Wednesday night. The National Hurricane Center says tornadoes are also possible. It was the holiday America's been waiting for, and across the country, people gathered together to celebrate America's independence and the chance to be with family and friends. But as happens too often on July 4th, there were some serious fireworks incidents. Amber Cagliano reports. It's shocking video. A block party in Toledo, Ohio. Everyone is enjoying the fireworks from the safety of their front porches. Suddenly, a spark ignites a truckload of fireworks. The neighborhood becomes a war zone with rockets flying in every direction. Four people were injured. Today, we're seeing other incidents from across the USA of Fourth of July celebrations gone wrong. In Tennessee, the pregnant mom shooting this video was hit by an out-of-control rocket. It exploded on me! Katie Beal suffered third-degree burns on her legs. I started screaming. He started screaming. It was pure terror. In Nashville, watch as this car pulls up to a red light. Without any provocation, they toss a rocket into the convertible parked next to them. It exploded, burning the driver's hands. Cops are searching for the knuckleheads. The holiday weekend was also marred by record gun violence. At least 189 people lost their lives and 516 were injured as gunfire erupted on the nation's streets. It got so bad in Atlanta, the governor of Georgia called out the National Guard. Here in New York, Governor Andrew Cuomo declared gun violence a disaster emergency. We want to do with gun violence what we just did with COVID. But most celebrations went off without a hitch as Americans turned out in force to hail the end of COVID restrictions and show good old-fashioned patriotism. Thousands enjoyed the Macy's fireworks spectacular in New York. President Biden hosted the festivities in Washington, D.C., Actress January Jones, Dolly Parton, and golfer Paige Spiernak were decked out in stars and stripes. And Facebook's Mark Zuckerberg proudly flew the flag as he took his hydrofoil for a spin to the John Denver classic Country Road. And shoppers at a Texas Walmart got into the spirit of the holiday. standing at attention as they joined in a spontaneous rendition of the Star-Spangled Banner. A witness says one person just started singing and the rest joined in. Other news today, an ESPN anchor is apologizing for implying that a black colleague got opportunities because of the color of her skin. The comments came during a phone call that was recorded, and now it's causing a big headache for ESPN right as the NBA finals get underway. Les Trent has more. 
A top ESPN personality is making a televised apology. So the first thing they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story. But Rachel Nichols became the story after a secretly recorded tape was played in which she implied that her colleague, Maria Taylor, got a plump ESPN hosting gig because she's black. I wish Maria Taylor all the success in the world. She covers football, she covers basketball. If you need to give her more things to do because you're feeling pressure about your like crappy long-time record on diversity, which by the way, I myself like know personally from the female side of it, like go for it. Just, you know, find it somewhere else. Like you're not gonna find it with me and take my thing away. The recording was made last year as Rachel Nichols vented from her hotel room near Orlando, Florida, and has festered among ESPN employees. But it just surfaced in public after the New York Times obtained a copy. Last night during the airing of her show, The Jump, Nichols, who is Diane Sawyer's daughter-in-law, tried to explain. But I also don't want to let this moment pass without saying how much I respect, how much I value our colleagues here at ESPN, how deeply deeply sorry I am for disappointing those I hurt, particularly Maria Taylor, and how grateful I am to be part of this outstanding team. Well, Rachel, I want to say thank you. Thank you for accepting responsibility for your actions. CBS This Morning's Gail King is weighing in on the controversy. I think she felt that something was being taken away from her that she normally gets, but Maria Taylor was also very deserving of getting that job. Gail also spoke with former ESPN host Jamel Hill. We get a little tired of somebody insinuating that the reason that we have a job is because we're black. You know, that gets very tiresome. And this just in, ESPN announced that Nichols would be replaced as sideline reporter covering the NBA Finals starting tonight. We believe this is the best decision for all concerned in order to keep the focus on the NBA Finals. Rachel will continue to host the jump, said the ESPN statement. How deeply, deeply sorry I am. An ESPN spokesperson was quoted saying a group of executives thoroughly and fairly considered all the facts related to the incident, adding that they have addressed the situation appropriately. Britney Spears' recent court testimony at her conservatorship hearing was a real bombshell. And it turns out the night before the hearing was a tough one for the pop star. As Jim Murray reports, Spears reached out to the police to report that she was being abused. Another Britney bombshell. The pop star reportedly called 911 the night before her conservatorship hearing, saying she was a victim of conservatorship abuse. Smile, Britney. Reports of the 911 call surfaced in a shocking New Yorker magazine expose. After learning about the 911 call, members of Spears' team began texting one another frantically, says the report. They were worried about what Spears might say, and they discussed how to prepare in the event that she went rogue. The same day Brittany made the 911 call, she was seen leaving the Ventura County Sheriff's Department in Thousand Oaks, California, with her bodyguard walking behind her. How's Brittany doing right now? In another major development, Brittany's longtime manager, Larry Rudolph, is calling it quits, revealing that Brittany has been voicing her intention to officially retire. As her manager, I believe it is in Brittany's best interest for me to resign from her team, as my professional services are no longer needed, he writes. We'll be back right after this. Next, Rock-A-Bye Baby. The tree just cut their home in half. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Then, be our guests, the bride and groom teachers who invited their entire class to be in the wedding party. Happy wedding day! 
Inside Edition with Deborah Norville will be right back. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Some guys enjoying fireworks got quite the surprise when a baby bear crashed their viewing party. And wow, did he want whatever was in their backpack. It's a close encounter with a bear on the hunt for a snack. These buddies were about to enjoy the 4th of July fireworks at a scenic spot in Los Angeles when out of nowhere a bear cub crashes the party. The bear went for whatever is in that backpack but ended up taking a bite out of one guy's backside instead. Kenneth Fergozo used his blue folding chair to try and shoo away the small but aggressive cub. Uh, after we all got to a safe distance, the bear was hovering around the backpack. Hey! It is nail-biting nursery cam video of a baby crying after a tree crashes down on the house, sending debris showering onto the crib. A baby boy is sleeping in his crib. All is bliss. Then it happens. A giant tree crashes through the roof. The little guy is peppered with debris. His parents frantically race upstairs to the nursery. And as you ran to the nursery, what was going through your mind? Hearing him cry was, you know, it was a relief, actually, because I, I did fear the worst. I did. I, I was terrified at the thought of, you know, losing him. Kale and Courtney Butchholtz's home in suburban Baton Rouge suffered extensive damage. Courtney recorded this cell phone video. You can see debris everywhere. Sections of the walls were destroyed when the tree fell in. And here's five-month-old baby Cannon today. Miraculously, he didn't sustain a single scratch. Hi. He was as happy as could be. The family's now staying with family and friends as they work with the insurance company to get their house repaired. We'll be back with more right after this. Still to come, be our guests. The bride and groom teachers who invited their entire class to be in the wedding party. Happy wedding day! Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. 
It's the marriage with a very special wedding party. Mason, you may kiss your bride. These two school teachers couldn't imagine saying I do without some very special wedding guests, their own students. Alexandra Stamps teaches fifth grade in Wichita. This TikTok video of Alexandra asking her students to be junior bridesmaids and groomsmen has been viewed more than 19 million times. Okay, so I have a really important question to ask you guys. Will you guys be my junior bridesmaids? And my yeah! I wanted to give them something to look forward to this summer since this past school year was really difficult with COVID. And that's not all. Her groom, Mason McDowell, teaches third grade. His students were also invited to be junior bridesmaids and groomsmen. There was even a junior bachelorette party. Cheers! And a junior bachelor party where they toasted with Gatorade. Cheers! <laughs> Finally, it was time for the big day with lots of help from local merchants. The girls got their hair done and wore junior bridesmaid dresses donated by designer Maury Lee. I just looked at it and I said, oh my goodness, how is she going to find 21 dresses for each one of those girls? Just before the ceremony, they got a sneak peek at Alexandra's gorgeous wedding gown. It was time for the ceremony to begin. All the kids walked down the aisle and were by the bride and groom's side as vows were exchanged. They also joined them on the dance floor. The best part was just their genuine smiles and like I know they're all excited to be here so it's just really sweet and it just means a lot to me. <laughs> Congratulations. When we come back it's a cat trick you have to see to believe. Finally today can your cat do this? Nothing can keep this cat locked up, not even a closed door. Watch as it slinks right under. Kinda reminds you of that other liquid creature from the movie Terminator 2. Maybe she should try the limbo. We'll see you next time. If you like Inside Edition, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at wondery.com survey.